Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of You, Me and the GP uh, with myself here and... With me, Mark. So we've got another Q&A. Interesting couple of questions we got to go through here. So these are mostly kind of to do with you today, Mark, but I'm going to try and chip in, you know. It's find yeah, it hard not, I find it hard not to say anything. Uh-huh. So... What what have you got planned uh, coming up, Mark? We're going on to a break soon for Christmas and stuff. What, uh, uh, what I'm, not, I'm I'm lucky. I'm going uh, away to my brother's, who's got a place in Barcelona. I'm going to play some oh. golf. Oh wow! So I've wow. got four days away from work and everything, playing mm-hmm. golf over the New Year. So I'm looking forward to that. It's a good break. It's tough uh, in your job. I bet people obviously it's the nature of the beast to come in with trouble all day, every day. So you need a uh, break. So uh, oh great! And the family coming with you, or just you and the bro? Just me and the bro. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Sounds like heaven. Oh, great. Well, uh, we've got um, uh, a busy Christmas plan now uh, with the kids and stuff like that. Plus, it's my son's birthday, so we'll all be uh, building up for that now. But uh, it's been a busy few months, and uh, getting the show out and, and recording all this is put sure. a lot of effort in, and uh, we'll be looking forward to building it all back up for the new year. So... Thank you for your feedback, everybody. Thank you for your questions. Keep them coming. We'll tell you more where we can send those. Not very many places you can get your questions answered by a GP who's got 25 years experience and uh, somebody like myself who's got over 15 years experience. So please use it and um, with it, you're here to help. First question from Emma. Hey, Rich and Mark. I'm exhausted all the time and no matter how much I sleep, I still get tired. Exercise makes me feel better initially, but it's all back to normal the next day. I can hardly get out of bed in the morning. My whole body aches. What's wrong with me? What can I do? I've been to the doctor. He said it's because I'm busy, but I've never felt this tired before and I've been busier, if you know what I mean. I'm 44 years old. I have two children and work part-time. I eat fairly well and exercise three times a week. Please help. Right. She's not, not asking much. No, she? no, miracles. Uh... <laughs> I, think, I think first things you, you'd like to know is, she says she eats well. Does she eat well? Mm. Or does she eat on the run, uh, in, between jobs, kids, mm. picking up their food, whatever. So I, I'd, I'd look at her Confirm diet. Confirm that, yes. Confirm her diet. I, I would suggest she looks at various resources that give sort of paleo-type websites that give, a, give you an idea of what healthy All food the free is. nutrition sheets are on the site there, with the, on yeah. the blog there, yeah. Absolutely. So I would have, have a look at that. Get, get your nutrition correct first, because often it's things like um, eating uh, too much sugary food that causes you to feel tired. I mean, if you eat too much carbohydrate, 
you're going to get tired in the afternoon. I know when I switch from eating um, sort of sandwiches at lunchtime to eating something I'd made the night before, some stew or something that had very much less carbohydrate, I, I was awake in the afternoon. I could actually do some good. So I would have a look at your nutrition because everything starts with nutrition. Um, I'd also get some tests done. I, I know I harp on about tests, but if you so don't if test, the nutrition doesn't kind of uh, bring things back a little, I, I, I would certainly look at um, having it's a simple test, blood count, make sure you're not anemic. I mean, how, how old are you? Forty-four. 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 Uh, yes. Forty-four years old. I mean, you're probably still having periods, so I, it's always possible the iron stores could be low. So it's worth looking into a simple test, blood count, iron stores. Um, if she is very stressed and feels stressful, so I would have your adrenal stress done in case you've become cortisol dominant. Um, it's called a pregnant lone steel, but rather than going into all that, I think basically if, you, if you're stressed, you produce too much cortisol, you don't produce enough, enough of your female hormone hormones, you need both. So I would look at your hormones. I would also look at your thyroid test because mm. if you're, if you're um, tired all the time, thyroid is the classic test. Your GP will measure your thyroid mm. if you're going and say you're tired. She's at that age, though, as you say now, where um, things sort yeah. of potentially can be yeah, the absolutely. hormones are sort yeah, of starting to change in a big absolutely. way. Yeah, well, it, you know? women are far more complicated than that simple men. We have to testosterone to worry about. They have a whole host of hormones. Yeah. And 44, possibly, especially if your mother had an early menopause, if your mother had a menopause in her 40s, it's worth going and having your female hormones checked. Mm. Okay. Um, that's what I would do. That's how it start. But there's, there's a myriad of different things you could do. But that's the basic... And get you get a right. lot of this, Mark, people coming in with total exhaustion, yeah, totally just absolutely on their knees. Yeah, I get a lot of it, that, but the problem is, unlike this, I like doing this because people are motivated. Mm. Unfortunately, what I get is in, in work is a lot of the time is people come and say, I'm totally exhausted, give me a tablet. Mm. It's like there is no tablet for, yeah, for and, your uh, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most, most things can be fixed with your lifestyle. Right, so, so that's the first point. The first point of call is your lifestyle and get a little bit of testing to make sure there's not something going wrong. Okay, brilliant, good. Okay, our next question uh, from Steve. Hi Rich and Dr Daniels, I'm 47 years old, I work for the local authority in a very stressful job and I've recently been diagnosed with high blood pressure. The doctor has given me beta blockers which I haven't taken yet. Can I bring my blood pressure down naturally as I asked my doctor this and he said it's unlikely. I don't want to be on tablets for the rest of my life at my age. Thanks, Steve. Right. Not for me again, I think. Yeah, partner for you. <laughs> um, well, you certainly can alter your blood pressure. I mean, we, you don't say whether you're overweight or underweight. That's the first thing. If you're overweight, losing weight will certainly bring your blood pressure down. Um, you certainly can bring it down with lifestyle factors. I mean, if you eat too much salt, you will certainly uh, have problems there. Salt is uh, it's directly related to blood pressure. So if you eat too much salt, you will get high blood, higher blood pressure. If you take certain tablets, if you take things like non-steroidal tablets, Brufenic, stuff like that, it will raise your blood pressure. So uh, it is well worth looking at if you're taking any, any medication. Um, getting enough the usual things, the usual suspects, if you're not getting enough sleep, your blood pressure will go up. If you are stressed, your blood pressure will go up. It's worth trying to do some things to de-stress yourself, things like going for a walk, uh, maybe even some meditation, maybe even taking up a hobby like yoga or Pilates. Anything like that will, will lower your, your blood pressure. But first, one of the main things is that your blood pressure, is, blood pressure is really an inflammatory condition. So if you can reduce your level of inflammation, if you think of it like that, you will improve your situation. So... Eating sugary foods will increase your inflammation. Eating uh, gluten-containing um, 
uh, foods will also increase your inflammation. So try and cut these down. Yeah. Um, there's, there's loads of resources on Rich's website for that and on our website. So yeah. I would certainly go do those things. Have you got anything else you want to add, Rich? Um, the salt, which most people use, is not even salt. No. So if you are eating the table salt, you want to, you know, kind of switch. You can use uh, the kind of the same amount of regular salt, and that isn't uh, as bad for you as well. That is something which I've um, found sure. is good. Um, the medication side of it, Mark. Is he risking it there with, with not taking the beta well, blocker? It, it depends you know, how a lot of people blood, now are yeah, going to yeah. kick him back against the meds, isn't they? Yeah. The, the thing is, it's if his blood pressure is extremely high, which I doubt it is, but if it's mm. extremely high, then yeah. yes, there is risk. But if your blood pressure is borderline high, mm. you've, and we're going back to this, I mean, the first episode we did, we said about things like number needs to treat. You have to treat 800 people to say one person having an event. So in other words, his chances of having an event if he does nothing is 800 to 1. Right. So he's got a, quite a low chance if he did nothing. Right. So his risk is not high at the moment. Right. You've far go. more risk driving your car down the road. There we are. But yes. you want to minimise your risk because if your blood pressure is high now, it may get higher and higher yes, and higher. Yes, yeah. So, so, so now is time. time to action it. And right. I, I personally, I mean, if he takes a beta blocker, it will slow him down. Yes. And yeah. so I would, I would definitely take the lifestyle um, yeah. things first so he's right in this question coming in he's, he's, his instinct question. is right it is an excellent, excellent question. question yeah yeah brilliant well thanks for that steve and uh, hopefully that would have benefited some other uh, ladies and gentlemen out there from an anonymous female something quite sensitive really and thank you for sending it in cheryl uh, joke uh not cheryl <laughs> anonymous female i'm 41 and when i do high impact exercise i've started to wet myself a little it's very embarrassing. It's only happened recently and I have trained the way I do for many years. Why could this have started happening and what can I do to stop it? Um, I suppose another one for me here. Yes. Uh, the I've got a m- m- very... Well, anyway, yes, yeah, one lot, for you. A lot of women <laughs> have this, especially if they've had children. I, mean, I don't know whether this lady's had children or not and, mm. and she's anonymous, so we won't, we won't say whether she has. Yes. But women who've had children... Their pelvic floor, if they don't do their, the pelvic floor exercises they were supposed to do after having childbirth, their pelvic floor becomes poor, they cannot hold their water. I mean, we, even men can know how to do a pelvic floor exercise, you just pull yourself in. Yeah. That is why she's weeing herself, in all likelihood. If she's having regular periods, if she is looking after herself and nothing else has changed, that is the most likely reason. that she, Her pelvic floor is, is, is weaker. It so it's, it's just that, that, is it maybe the point... It was strong enough up to about a month Absolutely. or so ago, and it's literally just got Absolutely. to the point now where it's just the stroller yeah. broke the camels. So, if right. she's got no other issues other than peeing herself when she when she exercises, I would you can Google it, pelvic floor exercise. I would do those first. Mm. If she has any other symptoms, perhaps she could send in a, another yeah. question, a follow up yes. question. But yeah. I would do that first because, especially if she's had children, it the often you, you you're okay, 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 and as you said, suddenly you start peeing yourself. Mm. I've um, a little bit of experience with... Um, Not peeing yourself? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I've had clients in the past who've uh, to have prolapses and sure. this, that and the other. And sure. a similar strategy... We've used medicine, not medicine, stability ball squats against the wall with nice wide legs. And when you go down, kind of really drawing everything in and upwards. Yeah. Um, Mark didn't say it. I, I'm not afraid to say it. But it's, it's pulling in those weeing and pooing muscles... So if you're on your back in a like kind of lying on your back with your knees bent and kind of tucked up to your chest, 
you can just pull in your wean and your pooing muscles when you're in that kind of back position there, and it kind of draws you all in. I do it with the ladies and, and uh, some of the gents, because as you say, us gents have a pelvic floor as well. You, you could do it in the car on the way to work. Perfect. There we just, go. Just so these, in the car, you could be sitting there doing your pelvic floor exercises yeah. while you're driving along. Building up the amount of time yeah. uh, that you can hold in that belly button fall and draw in those uh, kind of wean and pooing yeah. muscles. So that's all. But with, I have noticed a bit of a trend. I'm not sure if this lady doing a high impact exercise does CrossFit, but CrossFit is getting... CrossFit competitors, the the competitions, it's a different level to all sure. of the mainstream people like you and I, those ladies are starting, it's all over YouTube, It's it's they're wetting themselves when they're doing the CrossFit, double unders, box jumps, all this sort of stuff, and that, I think, is just total fatigue, so they are getting to the point where they're exhausted, and it's all just sort of giving way there, and yeah, um, it's, yeah. it's um, well, they, they make a bit of a joke about it in CrossFit, but I'm not sure how funny it is really, yeah. but um, yeah, so if you're doing that sort of stuff, reduce down the intensity, obviously you don't want to be embarrassing yourself and having to leave classes and things, so just stay the right side of dry, <laughs> sorry, yeah, <laughs> okay, and We've got our next question, again, another long one. Let's see if we can draw out uh, the, the actual questions out of this. Hi, Richard Mark. Please could you give me some advice? I'd like to think I'm a healthy-ish person, and I'm not the top of the scale, nor am I at the bottom. I'm 49 years old and five foot five, nine stone two. If you send questions, guys, it's great. De- details is what the we more want. More details, the better. Details, the better, okay? Any I, history, really, yeah. is good. I attend TRX class once a week, run 5k twice a week. I just ran the 10k in September, well done. Monday to Thursday, I eat healthy, smoothies, oat bran, lots of vegetables and fruit, fish, lots of water, all the good stuff, you know. Friday to Sunday, things slip a little, well, a lot. You know, wine, bacon, eggs for breakfast. Well, I can't believe I'm having wine, bacon and eggs for breakfast. (laughs) More bread, chocolate, crisps, more wine. But I think... Overall, I'm more good than bad. Um, last year, from October to November, I used Barocca every day to help prevent a cold and help to build up my immune system. On Christmas Eve, I took to my bed feeling unwell. Both my husband and I came down with the flu and did not recover for two weeks and my husband three weeks. But, you know, us women are stronger. We spent our Christmas eating soup or what we could manage and popping every drug under the sun, snow and rain, I threw out all the food and brought. Uh, I bought for Christmas festivities. We couldn't eat anything, and no one came near us as a fear that they'd catch what we had. With Christmas just a week away, is it too late for me to take action against this occurring again? And uh, how can I get my immune system ready for the onslaught of Christmas germs? And I really don't want to go through another Christmas like last year, but don't know what to do to prevent this either. So immune system stuff. Sure. run down this time of year loads of people say this to me Mark they're like Rich every year I get a chest infection in November and it's there till Feb do you get that you're, you're just Uh-oh. shaking your head and rubbing your, <laughs> your heads and your hands you know, get, for I everyone get. to know at home yeah I, it's one of the most irritating things I get a person comes into surgery and says I've come for my antibiotics and I say what, what for and he said, well every year I get chest infection you won't go away till I take antibiotics and I say, well, last year you had three courses of antibiotics from various doctors. Did it go away? No, it lasted till June. I'm like, well, why did you take them? Why did you need them? And he said, well, I have it every year. I said, well, 
have you ever thought about not taking antibiotics? And he said, well, well, why? I said, well, you know, the antibiotics will lower your immunity. So you do not want to take antibiotics as the first step, right? Yep. If you have a cold, cough, sore throat, unless you're feverish and really quite ill, you don't really want to take antibiotics because they will lower your immune system. I mean, 40% of your... Uh, sorry, 60% of your immunity is in your gut. Yeah. So if you destroy all the good bacteria in your gut, you're lowering your immunity. So you yeah. really don't want to take antibiotics unless you have to. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's usually lost on people, but hopefully with this audience, they will they'll pick up on that. Much uh, yeah. so, more so definitely. A week before Christmas, can you raise your immunity? I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think... I don't even know what Barocca is. What is Barocca? It's one of these... It's like one of these effervescent sort of vitamin and mineral energy okay. uh, okay. kind of formulas yeah. you have in the morning. Sure. And it's sort of... I, I mean, it's got there is some ev- and other sure. things in it. There is some evidence that um, taking okay. antioxidants will, uh, will improve your immunity. I mean, we touched on it in one of the other podcasts. I mean, taking things like turmeric, um, f- fruit and vegetables, full of antioxidants. So, I mean, eat plenty of fruit, vegetables. It's simple stuff, really. Yeah. Get enough sleep, absolutely imperative. Yeah. If you don't get enough sleep, your immunity goes down. Stress, stress causes it to, to go down. So try and go for a walk, get out in the fresh air. In this time of year, we're all cooped up. And if, you, if you're cooped up with someone else who's got a cold, you're more likely to yeah. get that cold. So go out in the fresh air. If, if you have lunch breaks and you're in an air-conditioned office, go out for a walk at lunchtime rather than sit around in, the, in, a, in a closed environment with other people. I mean, there's a lot of um, thoughts of whether it's the actual germ that causes the in, uh, infection or whether it's actually the person... The terrain. The terrain, exactly. Yeah, which the terrain. I'm more the believer of. Uh, the terrain, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, Pasteur won. And, yeah. and, and the Bishop, germ theory... Yeah, yeah Bishop. Yeah. Bishop is... Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the bottom line is, if you keep your terrain good, then you will not pick up the bugs. Mm. So if you keep yourself healthy, you will not get the infection. I mean, I, I, I'm a doctor... And I sit in front of people coughing and sneezing all over me. If I was unhealthy and didn't look after myself, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do my job because I would get sick more often. All the time. Yeah, yeah because the bugs are assaulting me and I have to yeah. keep my terrain good to keep the bugs off. Yeah. So I think that's uh, the main thing. Some exercise helps as well. I mean, yeah. doing, doing some exercise, especially if you do exercise outdoors. Yeah, light, uh, again, light exercise for the immune system, guys, sure. okay? So yeah, not heavy. We said on the last uh, podcast about the overtraining. No, I think it was the... Uh, yeah, the... The fact that high-intensity training will reduce your immune system down because it's stressful on the central nervous system. So interval training, circuit training, boxing, um, tabatas, all these types of things don't do to boost your immune system up. Do walk, yeah. do cycle, um, do light stuff, uh, get a good sweat on and, and things like that, you know. Um, there's, there's some evidence as well. For the, that won't stress the immune yeah. system. Yeah. Oxygenates the body. Sure. Absolutely, all that. Uh, the fat-soluble fat vitamins are also very good, A, D, and K. I mean, the, if, you could take, if you could take those, that would help. Magnesium also is a, is a good way of uh, boosting your immune system. You don't have to take big doses. Obviously, big doses can be counterproductive, so small doses of each of these. Get some more sun, but obviously, the winter months, we don't. Um, you have to also say that you know, have to avoid people who are obviously quite sneezing all over the place you don't want to go in contact no. with them if you can but as I said you are going to come to contact with people just general hygiene measures but mm. the most important thing is to keep yourself healthy and then you won't pick up the bugs yeah. great um, just to talk a little bit about gut health and the importance of that in your immunity overall okay. if if I wanted to not pick anything up I'd focus probably on my oral hygiene and my gut health now there's a podcast due 
shortly or is it already up no it's already up podcast with dr john anderson the dentist have a little listen to that that'll talk to you about how the importance of having good oral hygiene helps you not pick up uh, viruses and bacteria so have a little listen to that basically bleeding gums is a is a kind of a direct route for these germs and things to plug into your system okay it's like a usb port on a computer the germs and viruses straight into the hard drive and they're into your system um so what, what, what was i going to say then i was going to say you can, you can add on also things like if you smoke you're going to increase your chance of getting infection not only does it lower immunity but it also destroys all the um, hairs in your in your lungs that cilia, they get yeah. cilia they get rid of all the um, this, the bits and pieces that can cause infection. So, smoking itself will cause a problem. Um, other other things you need to make sure that you, you avoid your urine properly and get rid of it all because it's very easy if you're if you're peeing yourself to get bugs to come back up. If you're sitting instead right, of urine, right. if you're peeing yourself, the bugs can go back up. That's why women have got shorter urethra. In other words, the, from the bladder to the outside is much shorter. That's why women get more infections. Oh, urinary tract. Uh... Yeah, they get more urinary tract infections, and it's because they. Some of the, in later life, they can actually... Earlier life is honeymoon cystitis. Right, yes. But in later life, they, they get it because they have less female hormones, and so they're less lubricated, so their bugs can get in easier. So they need to make sure that they avoid themselves and keep their you know hormones as long as they can. Really. Okay, good. That's what I was going to uh, say. The second part after the oral hygiene was the gut. And if, like Mark said, uh, most of your immunity is based in your gut. If you do end up taking an antibiotic because you have to for whatever reason it's the next couple of months it's going to be a real onslaught for people's health anyway so this podcast will probably be in plenty of time probiotics guys okay i've studied with a chap called dr nigel Plummer, and he had work out in the lancet earlier this year or was it the end of last year basically they are the first company to trial combining antibiotics and probiotics in the same therapy and they reduced recurrence of illnesses in hospital with older people by 80 to 90 percent just by combining the antibiotics and the probiotic therapy so like mark said the antibiotics will wipe out that good bacteria in your gut but if you supplement with a probiotic some bio live yogurt uh, some stuff like that you can really avoid any of those negative uh, effects associated with taking antibiotics it's a good little trick of the trade yeah, really fermented foods are good as well they're, there we go they're worth, they're worth um what what uh, the sauerkraut is the only one i know what uh, else is, there? is another one which is a dare more dairy product but I mean, right. sauerkraut is, is easy one to get hold of right brilliant so that sort of stuff and then prebiotics as well um just vegetables and fruits and, yeah. and stuff like that really so that's all good for, for gut health um Okay. That's that there. Okay, I think um, that's all we've got for today. Let me just check any more questions here. Yeah, good. Okay, so we will do our normal request. If we can, please have you to send in your questions so that we can carry on uh, doing these Q&As. Info at richard-clark.co.uk or info at revolutionaryhealth.co.uk and that's either to myself or to Mark and uh, we'll be sure to answer them and you will be entered into a prize draw for the end of January to uh, win a prize uh, come and work with me for uh, a few sessions there okay thank you for listening thank you for your support please sh- uh, show us some love spread the kind of um, the podcast about 
share it with your friends, your family, and your little network. We'd really, really appreciate that. So a short uh, session today from us. So that's bye from me. And this is our last one before Christmas. Now, yes, Mark, Merry Christmas actually, to everyone. Yeah, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, bye from me. And bye from me as well. Take care, everybody. Bye, bye. now. You, Me and the GP Radio Show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.